Welcome to another episode of Life Talk. Oh, I have the great honor today to uh, speak to the one and only um, Shannon Michaela Jones, if I'm correct. Yeah, yeah um, that's it. Wow, I don't even know where to start, to be honest. You have done so many amazing things. You are uh, a fitness model acrobat. You are on Twitter. Uh, you have a YouTube channel that is blowing up. I think you just had a um, world record. Is that correct? And um, you you have a very impressive resume. You're helping a lot of people, which honestly caught my attention uh, about this whole food industry um, and health, biohacking, you're covering it all and i'm so impressed by what you do and how you do it and um shannon thank you for coming on today i really appreciate it thanks so much for having me mm-hmm. here jesse it's a pleasure to connect with you and chat more yeah so so uh, yeah amazing and everybody that's uh, tuned in live right now from the members only appreciate you and if you do have questions obviously in real time make sure to ask them we'll try to get back to them and if not then we'll do that uh, in the second uh, podcast shannon when did you start on this journey as a creator and 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 inspiring the people and and kind of like enlightening them about what they're eating and and how they should change their life where did it all start for you and what did you what did you do Yeah, so I've always been like a creator and an artist, but I began uh, quite young as a gymnast. So I spent most of my youth growing up doing gymnastics and circus and competing. And then when I turned uh, 16, 17, Mm -hmm. um, I got really into contortionism. So I had this bodily awareness and picked up a bow and began practicing foot archery uh, of all the skills. (laughs) Um, and then once I finished school, I began performing at different circuses and busking on the side of the road. So I would you know, have this little table set up and be doing handstands at people and waving at people with my feet and grabbing notes with my toes and, you know, just performing as a job. And then I was doing that for a few years when the pandemic hit, when I was brought home. Obviously, the whole arts industry was brutally crushed and I went from being someone who really didn't really care so much for technology to trying to create uh, content specifically short form videos so that was maybe two years ago when I began my content creation journey on TikTok and I would just post silly little circus tricks and little acrobatics moves and just the things that I used to perform on the stage and on the street just online and built up this really amazing audience of like 1.2 million followers in six months which was just insane to me because I'd gone from performing in front of 50 to 100 people to now having an audience of I think at the time I was getting 30 million views a month on TikTok so just completely (laughs) expanded my world um yeah crazy And then I was doing that for a few months and I thought, well, you know, I'm building this really awesome audience around my skills, but 
I want to connect more with people. I want to start sharing more of my beliefs and my philosophies. And the pandemic was a really big instigator to me just like waking up and questioning um, this system and this authority and, you know, the, the woo-woo language, like the matrix, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I began exploring my own journey and talking about, you know, where is my food coming from? Uh, what is money? Like, just what is the system that we're living in? And sharing that online. So my content really evolved to become more than just about the circus. So, yeah, it's been like a two-year journey of content creation, a lifetime of training. And, yeah, I'm still exploring and on my journey of learning about this this world. You know. How, what, what got you into this whole, like, helping people understand their food and like what, what, where did that start because i i know you did this too you started with the tricks and then you became viral and then now if i look at your page you're you're creating a lot of awareness and like about important topics and i'm like mm. wow like what, what was that always like a thing for you you always wanted to help people or you would always like how, where did that come from yeah so two of my most viral videos actually weren't circus related at all it was my first viral, super, super mega viral video was about feminism, titled Feminism is a Scam, and just kind of exploring the roots of that movement and how they've evolved. And then my second viral video was about veganism, which is also veganism is a scam. So I was always pretty health conscious, being an acrobat and being in tune with my body. And then I, like many, many other people, went down the path of veganism because I thought it was know the most uh sustainable thing to do most uh, health conscious thing to do and you know inevitably wound up into uh being a little bit nutrient deficient and having all these weird like health issues that I didn't really correlate to my diet so I thought I was doing the right thing so I went through that journey (laughs) on the other side ended up at Western Price. This is such a long story, so I can just keep going. So I was do. vegan for a few years and then ended up uh, discovering uh, more of a Western Price style movement mm-hmm. and way of eating, which is all about you know quality animal products, uh, sourcing local foods, and just eating like a nutrient dense diet. And yeah, that really helped heal a lot of the weird symptoms and side effects that I was experiencing. So I made that video and I started sharing it and I've just done so much research about (laughs) not only diet specifically, but like why it's so important to vote with your dollar and how much our individual choices actually can impact the world and make a difference. So yeah, I'm definitely a really, really big advocate for supporting local when possible, supporting organic certified organic practices so that we can be regenerating the soil because it's obviously a major issue and i know you've had guests on the show talk about this but um, shout out wim hof the iceman yeah aka look for the cold they'll let the cold look for you hmm. um very very important message guys remember that one um, because mm-hmm. ever since and i'm sure you can relate Shannon, ever since that i looked for the cold i haven't been sick really I mean, maybe food poisoning here and then, you know, traveling all over the world, but having a cold, like, or a flu, no. So, 
Mm. Um, a, a steel steel immune system. Oh no no no! That's because that's because I listened to the the Iceman's advice. Ever since I've been you know getting a better uh, understanding about like, hey, this is actually true. Um, mm. And and you're also very involved in the the cryptocurrency Web three space. Uh, could could you kind of like touch on that and and for the, also the people that. Are listening right now that don't know the whole web3 thing like just uh, kind of like introduce them yeah for sure well i the first thing that really got me questioning money was the pandemic essentially i mean i went to that school and i really didn't learn much about what money is and you know we entered this pandemic where things have just been printed into oblivion <laughs> You know, it's even harder to for young people to buy houses and um Yeah. I think when you begin questioning money you realise that, you know, fiat currency is probably not the most efficient way to be storing your money. But um yeah, I've just been learning so much about Web three and I'm certainly at the very beginning of my journey, but yeah, as an artist, I was first drawn to NFTs, and then I began releasing my own one-of-ones, so just digital art. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I've also got a business on the side with my business partner, JPEG Culture, which is a media publishing platform in the Web3 crypto space that we're building out. So yeah, I think my primary focus is mostly like media and distribution, and I can see the power in content creation. So by building out a media publishing platform, which is pulling all the best information and resources to help people on their Web3 money journey. That's uh, what we've been focusing on. That's, that's incredible. Yeah, to be a bit, <laughs> yeah. bit wishy-washy. So, so right right now, your, your main thing is like the content creation, is it not? From, from, from yeah. what I see online? Yeah. Yeah, my passion. I'm very... Feminine in my approach to my work. I love the content creation. I love the community, the connection, the creativity, the expression. And yeah, we've mainly honed in on that aspect of the Web3 community. I like that. I, I hear you now speak about femininity and also in your content. I want to tap into that a little bit because I am very impressed. And I wonder where did your realization of a traditional role or embracing your femininity which a lot of women have lost and, and, and by the way the majority of the listeners right now are women so I think a lot of you know, them might have a different opinion or actually I hope a lot of them can listen and maybe learn something from it because um, a lot of things that you say are controversial in today's world which, in fact, in my opinion, it is not. And, and, and in fact, for, for most people, that's why you go viral so much. Like you say things that are now, you know, not so easily said. So could you could you tap in into what is femininity to you, and how do you think uh, a woman can embrace that as best as she can? Mm. Yeah, mm -hmm. definitely. Well. I believe that there's this huge distortion of the masculine and feminine dynamics in our society nowadays through the use of birth control, hookup culture, 
you know, we have this um, like hyper independent woman that is constantly pushed through media and throughout society, and it's not really supportive of a woman's feminine nature. So there's so much that I could talk into there, but I'll start with um, maybe cycle syncing. Have you heard of cycle syncing before? No. So it's like tailoring your diet and your lifestyle to phases of your cycle so men and women have two completely different hormonal cycles men have a 24-hour hormone cycle so their testosterone will rise in the morning and then fall in the evening whereas women's hormonal cycle is approximately 28 days so you know they'll have weeks where they have more energy and then you know throughout the month will fade to when they have their bleed so we Women, I think, biologically are not designed to be working the exact same way every single day and be on the grind or on the hustle in the same way that men are because we don't have the same hormone profiles, profiles, we don't have the same energy levels. But when women are on birth control specifically, it suppresses your hormones so that you have more of a a regular hormonal cycle or it kind of mimics the male's uh, biological hormone cycles so as a result of that we're able to you know work more efficiently we're able to keep up with the men and not really be in tune with our body's natural rhythms and I believe that there's a way that we can sync our lifestyle to our hormonal cycles that isn't necessarily how the system is brought up for us at the moment wow does that make sense <laughs> That do, that does make sense, and <laughs> no, I think it's amazing. I think it's very important that you address this. Uh, also, uh, like, do you think we we live like I already know, but I have to ask you this because people that don't follow you or don't understand what you what you talk about. But I this is so let me let me state this. I think we are living in a degenerate society, and what do I mean with that? Well. I look around and you just expressed hookup culture. I was actually mm-hmm. out last night. I'm going to even make it very reasonable. And, uh, and I don't usually go out. <laughs> but you know, yeah. I live in an environment that people and friends say, hey, come over, be social, and you know, let's have a drink. And some drink mm-hmm. a lot, some drink not so much. Like, I drink two to three glasses. Okay? Just for people that are like, oh my God, Jesse drinks me. Yes, I'm glasses. You have a problem with that? Let me know. Go hate in my comments. Okay? So, <laughs> all right. Um, so, anyway, so I, w- I walk around there, and the aggression of women that are seeking to go to hookup, to go to sleep with me, I've never seen anything like it. As I mean, I have seen women that are interested i've seen women approaching or sending a message from me but to actually wanting one night stands and i'm like you have you are lost you have lost your mm-hmm. feminine your feminine essence you have lost your your understanding of how beautiful your flower is and you're, mm-hmm. you are the flower right? you open up for the man you are receptive as, as the man inserts himself and I want to say that it is significantly different for a male and a female because we're still exchanging energies when we get intimate. However, it is different, especially for a mm. woman. And right now we live in a society where, oh, no, we're equal. We can have as much sex mm. as, as men have. We can have as much as 
you know, romantic partners. And you can, you absolutely can. But now my question to you is, because you are aware of this, what does that do to your psyche, your hormonal balances and everything, your energy? What do you think? I think it's this lie that women have been told, you know, this sexual revolution, you know, we can sit with any men, we don't need to treat sex as anything sacred is like one of the biggest lies. And it's so heartbreaking because you are exchanging such an intimate part of your energy and hookup culture itself doesn't really benefit women <laughs> you know like i don't think it benefits society as a whole so much i mean we tried yeah. it in the sexual revolution you know we ended up with a lot of broken families mm. and you know single mothers and like we tried it like on a scale it probably doesn't really work well but out of men and women in this transactional experience which is like one night stands it really doesn't benefit women at all you know women take on most of the risks and um yeah i think we've just been sold this lie that we don't need to um value our sexual energy when in reality it's like people women get so angry at me when i say you know men biologically get their value in a relationship with their ability to provide security whether it's emotionally uh physically materially and generally that comes with age whereas a lot of women's um value comes in there like fertility and then nurturing ability and that often comes with youth and people get so angry at me and I would be angry too if you sold this line, you spent your entire twenties and your thirties, you know, hooking up and then you get to thirty-five and you realize, oh gosh, you know, my biological clock is ticking and I've spent all these years with people who actually just see me as like an object and then you kinda of get to that point and it's more about like stress and men that you're after after the younger women. So it's this really, really toxic cycle. But I think yeah, more and more women are waking up and realizing that, wow, you know, we actually do need to be respected. We are not transactional. We actually don't want to just be having these one night stands. What is actually more valuable is, you know, raising a strong family and having this like loving connection and community and out of that hookup culture, really just like expending and expelling your energy to people who don't value you at your core. I, I, this, this, this touches me so much that I almost get emotional. Um, it, it it's um because you're you're very accurate in in what you say, and I'm so glad that you're touching on this as a woman because mm. a, a, first of all, a man would never be able to relate. He might have his opinion. Okay, who cares? What mm. truly matters is people like yourself that are, in essence. embracing their femininity to its core and to what it is about and understand that Hollywood, the West, the left-wing media wants you to have a different idea of who you are and what femininity is. And then everything that is mm. opposite of that is, is, is your enemy. And then you start to watch mm. the news and you start to watch your television series and you start to watch Netflix and you start to think that Sex in the City, as an example, in the Kim case, mm. is actually what you should be doing, what, what is inspiring to many. 
And um, well, mm. the, the woman that I'm speaking to right now is inspiring. And that's why I want to introduce uh, you and also what you have to say to the women that are listening right now. And I do want to hear your opinion. If you are listening right now or you're watching this on YouTube, I want to hear from you. And, I, and again, this is, this is an open conversation. Let us know your opinion. And let's have this discussion. But my discussion and my point is, I want to bring back values. I want to bring back morality. And when, when, when somebody like mm -hmm. Shannon comes up and she's going viral, why do you think she's going viral? Because there's not many people like her that, that, that dare to speak up. Number one, a lot of people feel like this. Oh, we need strong leaders. Male and female strong leaders. What is a strong leader? Mm. Or somebody that dares to speak up for the right thing, mm. for God, for, for protection, for love. And then, you know, now we, live in, and now we live in a world that we can't even trust our school systems anymore. You're sending your kids to a school. You, they're indoctrinated by, by liberal agendas. So sorry, mm. go ahead. Yeah. I was just going to say, because you made a really good point, like how we need strong leaders both men and women like i talk about you know how we need to bring back femininity and feminine women and that obviously comes with a specific role and traditional roles are fantastic <laughs> you know we don't have to i'm not talking about you know revoking back to the 50s housewife role that's not what i'm saying at all but you know we're at this point where you know women and men both have equal rights in the west is what i speak about because that's where i'm Living, that's where my audience is from. I'll talk about, you know, what rights do men have that, <laughs> men have that women don't? People talk about, you know, overseas things, and that's not what I'm speaking about at all. But and another point, women can't drop into their femininity and go into that role unless we have strong masculine men around us. It's the men that are the leaders, and it's the masculinity that's being attacked at the moment. So, you know, in order for women to drop into a feminine, we need to have strong leaders that are providing you know, security, safety, an environment where, you know, they can lead. You know, there's so many women that are forced into their masculine energy and being decisive and taking on this, like, hyper-independent role because they don't have men around them that are stepping up. So, yeah, I talk a lot about masculinity too, not just femininity because, you know, it's, uh, we both kind of need each other in our very specific Absolutely. Roles. And this is the thing. We need each other. We are both mm. good at different things. And it's okay to talk about that. And it's okay to, to accept that. Mm. You know, and, and it's... it's <sighs> this is a topic that we should just dedicate one podcast on and like really elaborate on, okay, what is it to be a man of high standards, a man of high value? How can you take care of your woman? How can you make her feel safe? How you can make her feel loved, right? And mm. also, are, and also being self-aware. Like there are mm. men that are more feminine, more in their feminine. Like and and that's okay. Like there's nothing wrong with that. However, the woman has to be more in her masculine to 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 compensate mm. for that, right? So there's no right mm. or wrong here. Don't, don't like you know we're very inclusive, <laughs> but we mm. are also very honest. So we have to understand mm. what is masculine energy, what is feminine energy, embrace that together, be self-aware. What can I bring to the table? What can I bring to the table? 
and then be the best version of yourselves together. Have a vision. You want to be a little bit more submissive mm -hmm. as a man because you like your woman to be dominant? Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So, but just be, 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 don't create conflict about that, inner conflict, because then what happens, then toxicity kicks in, whether it's toxic yeah. femininity or toxic masculinity. I think the problem is when, um, like a woman, for example, a woman can be more masculine by nature, but if you are becoming more masculine in your um, habits as a result or as a trauma response to not feeling safe and supported by the people in your life, then, then that's where the issue lies. Oh, yes, 100%. 100%. And also... But if you're naturally yes. that way, no issue. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. And, and, and that's why it's so important to really do that, that work and that, that assessment of like, okay, what am I? Am I like, am I dominant? Am I submissive? Mm. Maybe I like to switch, you know? Mm. And, and it's also, <laughs> you know, I have that open, open, open conversation. And that's why I like that we can have it now as well. Uh, Shannon, I, I want to ask you, uh, the, everybody that's listening right now, um, what, How many people listen? Um, we we have right you now. Said not <laughs> what? Well, we still, oh, we still have to see. It. Okay, yeah, we still have to we still have to upload it. It's not it's not live. It's only live yeah. for our members only right now. Um, uh, but, cool. uh, yeah. So so I I want to ask you, what is what is your goal for the next five years? What's my goal in the next five years? Mm -hmm. So you're just frozen for a minute. Can you still hear me okay? Yes. Cool. Um, well, I'm in a really unique position where I can work myself. Um, in like I'm still quite young. I'm 23, so I'm in this massive like learning journey at the moment. I'm developing my skills, you know, my priorities to be able to communicate well and to expand my knowledge and my creativity and my skill as a content creator. So that's like the direction that I want to head in. But I think my, um, what I value is uh, family at the moment, family, community. So yeah, over the next few years, I definitely want to establish that and it's a high priority in my life and something I don't want to leave too late. So yeah, family is a goal. Uh, obviously working on my own independent skills like I just expressed and then Keep working on JPEG culture, so building out the media publishing platform. Beautiful. But yeah, I don't know. It'd be good to make an impact somehow. You know, and I'm, you I'm are doing all these, you are doing that. Uh, kind of... No, honestly, I, I want to. It's just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm creating all these videos, and they are, you know, helping spread these different messages out in short form content which I think can be really effective in you know sharing information and giving people little uh little nuggets is that the word <laughs> to like explore and do more of their own research but I've got such an amazing community right now it'd be good to you know harness that energy and create more of like a physical change in the world so I don't know what that is or what direction that will go in but yeah, like some kind of social change, social cause, yeah. like harnessing the community to do something. But yeah, I don't know what that is yet. 
Lovely. Well, we're we're gonna do a lot more podcasts, so we're gonna keep track of that. Um, Good. Help where me can, work where... on my communication. Because <laughs> <laughs> when you do short you form can, content, you can, you can you know film it yeah. sometimes. We have you a can, we have you know, a write every word correctly. <laughs> 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 yes, jessimusi.com. <laughs> Book a call with me. <laughs> now, um, I I really appreciate you. Where where can people find you? Um, I'm on Instagram. I'm on Twitter. I'm on. No, all but the what, what is what is your ad? Uh, Shannon Michaela. Okay. It will be in the yeah, description as well if you want to follow her. Um, and uh, Shannon, I want to thank you so much for the first podcast together, and I I really look forward to tapping into different topics, um, specifically on on the next podcast. Um, and we already tapped into a few of them just briefly. Uh, and there's there's a lot more uh, to address in, and the importance of that. So uh, in times like this, I look forward to that. Shannon, thank you so much, and I'll see you next time. Thanks so much for me, Jesse.